I'm Chris Ronzio, and this is Process Makes Perfect Daily. Welcome to today's episode. This is your daily dose of the Process Makes Perfect podcast by Trainual. Let's get into it. In the following segment, Chris is speaking with author and owner of Scaling Up, Vern Harnish. They dive into conversation about creating your business's vision summary, when that vision summary should be created, and using the process accountability chart to assign employees to be accountable for the processes and systems within your business. Okay, so you just said a bunch of stuff, and I want to unpack this a little bit. All right. the, the, the first thing, the, the vision summary. When you're putting this together, this is the thing to write down and share with all of your employees. How soon should you do it? Should you do it at day one of the business? Should you do it before you hire the first person? When do most companies do this? Well, you want to lay out an initial vision, but it does take five years. It's like a child. Their personality really isn't baked in until they're about age five. Mm-hmm. Now, it's interesting, and the research is clear on this. Their personality at age five is just going to be a more hardened self of the, uh, them age at age five when they're 55. Mm-hmm. Same with the company. So, it, look, it took five years for Airbnb to figure out what they were going to be when they grew up. Even these unicorns, it takes roughly kind of three to five years to figure it out. So don't carve anything in stone. You're going to do a lot of iterations with a lot of different customers and product offerings until you finally figure out, hey, this is what we want to be when we grow up. But once you've hit that five-year mark and you've kind of put it down in stone, as Atlassian did, uh, they were about the three-year mark when we helped them do use the Mars mission to discover their uh, core values. And they went from 50 employees to 3,500 employees and wow. a $32 billion market cap. But what hasn't changed are those initial core values they discovered back when they had 50 employees. Wow. Uh, so it makes sense that you say five. I, I read somewhere that the ideal time to go public to IPO would be six to 10 years. So you've got to figure out the foundation first before you really skyrocket, right? Yeah. And side note, everyone's delaying now going public. Uh, and there's some real financial reasons for that. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so you, you start to write things down, you share at least the vision with the employees about where we're going, the rules about our workplace and what makes us who, who we are, um, and what everybody's responsible for quarterly and, and for the year. So now the, the process accountability chart, first time I filled this out, it was me in every box. And I'm sure you've seen that with the, with the real micro companies. So as you start to hire different people for each of those functions to take on and own each of those processes, uh, how how do you handle that kind of division of cells, you know, where one person does everything and it goes from then 10 people or 20 people? How do you how do you navigate that most efficiently? Well, first, I want to back up. You know, there's really three rules about the people that you put in those boxes and they can be outsourced. You know, I had an outsourced bookkeeper when I first started uh, Gazelle's what's now today scaling up. So you might not need these people full time but they absolutely have to pass three rules. Number one, they have to fit your culture. Number two, they shouldn't need managed. If you feel like you've got to look over their shoulder and monitor what they're doing constantly, uh, then you've got the wrong person. And number three, they ought to wow you. You know, if you feel like you could do it better than they could, then you've got the wrong person. I remember my first bookkeeper, Claudia Smallwood. She was a neighbor across the street. First, I knew culturally she got me because her husband, 
was a very successful entrepreneur and she was the early bookkeeper for him. So she got entrepreneurs and she got the scale up journey. Number two, I didn't need to manage her at all. I didn't have time. I would just send over information and magically numbers would come back. And every once in a while, she'd say, hey, look, Vern, I, I know you're busy. I remember those early days when Bill was scaling, but I've seen something interesting in your numbers. And I'd go like, wow, Claudia, that, I, that's helpful. Hmm. So there are those three tests of who you put in that box. Yeah, I think Number two. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I think micromanagement is really just a lack of trust. And a lack of trust is a lack of training to be able to do the thing the right way and that people really should wow you or, or why are they there? Yeah, exactly. And look, when you're starting out and even scaling, none of us have these, you know, extensive corporate universities that large companies do. Now, we've become that outsourced corporate university through our growth institute, mm -hmm. because we know that if you want to 10x the company, you've got to 10x the knowledge of the people within the organization. And the whole idea that cheap labor is a competitive weapon is gone, according to McKinsey, uh, beginning of this year, 2019. It's now smart talent that's replaced cheap labor as your competitive weapon in the marketplace. So you got it, you do need to continue to develop the leader that's within everyone within the organization. But back to your, your key question. The other thing is you got to be clear what accountability means. It, it doesn't mean that you're the boss, that you know it all, that you make all the decisions. It's the person who has the ability to count, the accountability. And so Laura in our company has the accountability for cash. She literally counts my cash and I get a report every mm -hmm. single week that projects out where we're at and where we're going to be over the next three months. But she has very little authority over cash. So let's not confuse accountability for authority. You don't have to give up your authority just because you've assigned accountability to somebody else. And then we've got this word responsibility. Who's got the ability to respond? I want everyone, everyone on my team is very aware of our cash situation at any particular point. And I want all of them. I had to actually a teammate call me, a team member call me this morning saying, hey, Vern, I just want you to be aware of a contractual item that I think is going to negatively impact our cash situation, our cash flow. And I love the fact that Missy was bringing that to my attention and that she cares as much yeah. about my cash as I care about it. So I have authority. Laura has accountability and everyone on my team has responsibility. And we really want to delineate that language within our own organizations. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Process Makes Perfect Daily. We're releasing these mini episodes every Monday through Thursday, and be sure to catch our full length episodes every Friday. Tons more content, including video versions of everything over on YouTube at Chris Ronzio, and be sure to connect with me on LinkedIn and Instagram. I'd love to hear from you.